God could have changed Nebuchadnezzar's heart so that he didn't have to cast him into the fire. Especially when he recognized them that, oh, these are the friends of Daniel. Oh, yeah. Remember, I'm going to tell you the reason why Nebuchadnezzar did this, why he made this statue. The reason why he made this statue it was in chapter 2. In chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. Nobody could tell him the dream. In fact, he forgot the dream. God gave him that dream. And he forgot it, but he found, he, he realized that that was a very important dream. So he knew, he believed in dreams. And he called all these great men, all these uh, soothsayers to come and tell him the dream. Nobody could tell him. He wanted to kill them all. He arrest them. There is no wise man here. And they called for Daniel. That was how Daniel came to limelight. So Daniel prayed and said, well, give us some time. We're going to ask for as the God of heaven and the God of heaven show the dream to Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were prayer partners with Daniel so Daniel came forward and said this is the dream and this is what God wanted to show you you are, going, you are the head of all the world right now but after you will be another kingdom brass another kingdom after that in short God told him what will happen from this time till the end of the world different empires that will take over the world but we are only just talking about these men, these three men this time, how they were proved by God that you want to show that you are loyal to God, there will be a time for this. We are God will watch whether you are going to be loyal or not and wait to see how you are going to respond when your trial times come. It doesn't have to be like this. In the first church age, the Lord Jesus Christ told every follower of him, he said, you will, whatever you gave up in this world, you will receive hundredfold in this world. He said, but plus persecution. Including persecution. He never removed that persecution because he knew that would be their own lot in the first church age. And many of them went through that persecution. They died for Christ. They laid down their life for Christ. Just like this man. Now, many of them that laid down their life, the Lord Jesus Christ did not show up to do wonders. He did not show up to do wonders. You can see an example. The first man that was said that was killed in the book of Acts of the Apostles was what? James, the brother of John. You remember? Peter, James, and John. They were the three inner circles to Jesus. And the first one, Herod the king, arrested James. Getting, killed him by the sword. The Lord Jesus Christ didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Then he thought, well, let me just take Peter also, he's the next leader. So he took Peter and wanted to kill him. Then the Lord did wonders to save Peter. So God will choose when to show up and give you wonders or miracles and when not to show up, he is sovereign. So you have to remember that. That is what these men were declaring before Nebuchadnezzar. They said, if you throw us into the fire, our God whom we serve is able. He is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and is also able to save us from your hand. But even if he does not deliver us, we are still not going to bow. Amen? Yes. We are still not going to bow. That is 
the that is how those who really know the ways of God they have to confess the two sides of God. Amen. You have to confess our God is able to deliver, and if He chose not to deliver, we are still not going to bow to the idol. That is your choice. That is when you say, I have followed Jesus Christ. That's when you say you pass. When then they bring you before that fiery thing that you fear and you are not going to back off, that is when you have passed. Amen. Let me give you some testimony. Put on, on that screen, my brother there, that image of the tunnel. Put the image of the tunnel right there. I want you to look at that tunnel. The Lord showed this. This is what God is doing in our time. Like we said, He will pass everybody through trials. Now you see that tunnel. That's those two trees are coming out of tunnel. The tunnel is a is a representation of something. Many year, many years in the seventies, the Lord showed a vision to me. After I started praising the Lord, worshiping the Lord every night, and and the Lord came one night and embraced me, hugged and prayed and said, I want you to go through this tunnel. He showed me a tunnel. He said, I will meet you on the other side. And then I entered the tunnel, he shut the door. And that was 1976. Now, that tunnel is symbolizing something. And I started by saying, this man, this my friend sent his boy through what? Military school. It's like a military school. You're going to have to go through that military school. It's a program. And that is what every saint that God is choosing is going to go through. This is symbolized by eternal in that, in that vision. It could be like a military school in some other people. Many other brethren in that generation have showed how the Lord, many of them show exactly what the same thing the Lord. And what do they find in the tunnel is the drill. They're going through a drill. I just, you can take the tunnel off right now. The tunnel is just something like that, something dark, you know, that where you say, I will meet you on the other side. That's what he told me in that vision. I will meet you on the other side. So which means you have to keep going because you already shut the door on this side anyway. Now, what will make somebody to be disqualified from military school? Think about it. What can make anybody to be disqualified? Let's say your parents send you to the military school for discipline or anything like that, and the military says, well, we don't, we can't handle this one. Send him out. What will make him be disqualified? Some reasons. For Job, all he has to do is to cause God. And say, I didn't plan this. And say, how can you say you are a God of good and you allow this to happen to me? Then he is cursing God also. And that's what they wanted to get out. The same thing with in a tunnel. If he runs into, there will be wild animals. It could be snakes, it could be anything, whatever it is. But he also keep fighting through also. So what is that, that tunnel look like? Everybody is going through a tunnel. It could be any type of trials. Any type of trials. So your own trial may be financial. What, is, what are you going through? It could be financial. Your own trial may be affliction or disease. Your own trial may be some trauma. Your own trial may be business just collapsing and you look like what is going on? But you have to keep trusting God. That is all the purpose. Am I going to back up and say, gee, there's another way out here. There's another solution here. And put the Bible aside and go through this solution. Or you are going to stay in the course. That's all the purpose. See, what, everything that we are talking about, the Bible says something said, there is no trial that is not common to man. That is the same common thing that God will use to prove your case, to prove your test. You may say, well, that of Job is not common. 
Yeah, it may not be common like that, losing children and then lose. But some people lose their children too that are not even following God, you know. Because they were not in a single day, of course. Or some people lose their business and they were not saying God is trying them. It's a common thing in the world that God will still use to prove his own children. What about this man? Did nobody ever go before fire and bow down before fire? But they are, everybody is choosing one thing or the other every day. Choose to follow your God or choose to follow the ways of the world one time or the other. You are going to have to choose. So God uses the same thing that is in the world to test you. Whatever is the test he wanted to take you through. So remember that. Open with me right now. Let's go to James chapter 1. The book of James chapter 1 verse 2. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. It could be any form of temptation, but what is temptation to do? To make you deny Christ or deny your faith or take the easy way out. That's all temptation is all about. Take the easy way out. But when you stand firm and say, no, I am not going to deny the lifestyle God has chosen for me. It could be just in temptation to sin, any kind of sin. You say, well, that of Job, it's still temptation to sin. It is a sin to curse God, not so. It's a temptation. You say, well, everybody think of only sexual temptation. Well, those are temptations, all right. And we know somebody that was tempted in the Bible that refused to do it, Joseph in, in Egypt. You see, whatever is the temptation, it can be what God will use to try you and see how you are standing in your faith. James said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen? First Peter chapter 4, Peter also gave us the same exhortation when it comes to trials that may come our way in life. First Peter chapter 4 verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when his glory shall be revealed ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, appear ye. For the spirit of glory and of God rested upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But this is very important. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. But yet, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. But let him glorify God on this behalf. See, for the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as, as unto a faithful creator. So James just lumped everything together, all the sufferings. He said, well, make sure you are not suffering because you did something wrong. Whether well, you are on your own on that. 
But when you suffer because of the cause of Christ, like the example we say, if you go through a tunnel, it's a spiritual tunnel now, it's not a physical tunnel, where anything can happen to you over there, but he says he's with you, even in trouble. So you have to know that God is with you, and like the song, the song they said, you know he is with you, and you are just going to know he loves me, like the song our brother always say, knowing that he loves you, no matter he send you through this military school, it looks like you don't like it. They are making you crawl this, make you do all these sweet things and you look like you are going to be killed in this military training. But you know your father sent you there not just to kill you, but to make you grow, to get you strong. Amen? But you just have to hang in there trusting that the Lord loves you and is going to help you through. Amen? So that is one of the things you are going to just settle in your heart that God loves you and is sending you this training for your own good. God is going to bring us to a level where we are all going to be able to be sons of God indeed. But it takes some of those drills. It takes some of those drills. That's what we are talking about. But every man that is going to follow the Lord must be proved whether you are loyal, whether you are faithful. But he uses different. As I open to Isaiah chapter 28, verse 27, you will see a parable there where God is telling us different instruments for different tools or for different type of crops. In Isaiah chapter 28 verse 27, the Lord showed to Isaiah there from verse 24 he said, does the plow man plow all day to sow? Does he open the, and break the claws of his ground? When he has made plain the face thereof, does he not cast abroad the fishes and scatter the cumin and cast in the principal wheat and the appointed barley and the rye in their place? For his God does instruct him to discretion. Verse 27. For the fishes are not threshed with a threshing instrument. Neither is a cart wheel turned about upon the cumin. But the fishes are beaten out with a staff and the cumin with a rod. Bread corn is bruised because he will not ever be threshing it nor break it with the wheel of his cart, nor bruise it with his horsemen. In short, it's a parable telling you that when we say trials, Chedrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood before fire. That's a trial for them. Daniel had to go through his own trial. He went into the lion's den. Nobody escaped. He also had to go through and prove that he still trusts God. He was ready to die for this God. Amen? That is the trial that he's talking about. Do you lawyer enough to stand and say, I'll be counted for Jesus. I'm not afraid. I will be counted for Jesus. That is it. Everybody will go through that way. In this end time, the Lord is going to prove. And the reason why the Lord wanted him to be a decision is this. So many, two, three months ago, the Lord showed himself in another vision and followed the Lord in the vision to many. And we visited so many churches, maybe in the valley, maybe over the next land. The Lord will come over there and play some organ with them and say, oh, something happened. And I was just and then the Lord, as we are finishing up, the Lord said, He wants seven men to follow. He, he already pointed some seven that are going to go through the same tunnel. I said, Wait a minute. And some people jump up. I want to go. I said, They don't know what they are volunteering for. But after I remember, I said, The Lord is saying, Everybody should volunteer, of course. But at the time when you get to a level, He wants this one. Then this one, is, He really loves me. Let's prove Him that He really loves me. Let's send Him through this tunnel. That's what we are pointing out. Oh, this one loves the Lord. Look at how he's jumping and praising the Lord from his heart. Say, yes. We need to bring him to the level of maturity. Let's send him through the tunnel. So that's why he said, I picked seven of them to come along. So he said, well, you say, and some of them say, I want to go to you. You don't know what you are volunteering for. It's a tough place, but if the Lord calls you, 
you have to know these things. They were ready to die for him. Amen. Those who are ready to die for him, those are the ones he gave his power for freely and willingly. Say, if you cannot forsake all for him, you cannot be my disciple. Say, count the cost of being a disciple. That is the call for every one of us, not just some elect. Count the cost of being a disciple is what he has called every one of us unto. And what is the cost? Say, you cannot even hate your own life, you can't be my disciple. And that is what they did. They Chedrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were ready to lay down their life. That's why they told Nebuchadnezzar, even if our God did not deliver us, we are still not going to bow. So they were going to that fiery furnace. And God was waiting for them in the fire. Amen. So that is this exhortation to you today. Who is going to be a volunteer for Jesus? That I am ready. I am loyal, Lord. I know you love me. And you are going to take me through all these trials. And like I said, it's no trial that is difficult for every trial that we all man being go through. It's the same thing that's common to man. All the others that are going through that are not even sins, they go through a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's the same type of it could be everybody is being laid off. But you trust that way, I am a son of God that should never be laid off. A thousand shall fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, they shall not come near me. And the Lord will allow that faith declaration to keep you on until he wants to try you. Amen. Because if you believe in faith and you are trusting the word of God, only with my eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked. Yeah, they may be laying them off, they will not lay me off. And you are claiming those promises and the Lord will make all those faith declarations to keep working for you. Until he wants to try you. It's when he wants to try you in this kind of trying, then he will allow that and say, well, let's see how you will stand when this thing happens to you also. Let's see. And then maybe they lay you off and now you begin to cram to God and say, I'm going to keep trusting God. I'm not going to steal. Like Solomon said, give me neither poverty nor riches. Lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Or lest I be rich. God can even test you with riches. Give you a lot of money. Some people say, well, I was talking to somebody. He said, don't preach to me. Go preach to the poor. They are the ones that need God. That is how some people see wealth. So Solomon gave him one. He said, neither give me wealth nor riches. Lest I be so rich and I say, who is God? Who do I need him for? You see? So that is why he can test you with anything. Whatever he thinks will work. And the devil will, work, will try anything he thinks he can make you stumble on. The devil will suggest it. And remember, God uses the devil to tell you. It's not God that's going to be testing you. He just takes responsibility for you. He told the devil, okay, go ahead after Job. But don't kill him, save his life. So it is the devil that is still doing it, remember that. So you, are, you have the right to challenge the devil. You have the right to bind the devil. You have the right to resist the devil in all forms. And God will be on your side too. You may say, but God send the devil. God can send him, but God will still be on your side. Amen? Helping you along the way. Praise the Lord. Because he said, I will be with him in trouble. God will be with you in trouble. So you can rest assured of that, that he is with his children. Even when he is the one sending you through that tunnel. Amen. And let's read another Bible verse. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. As I'm going to wrap up in a moment. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. See, but and if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. 
and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear amen apostle peter was just telling us remember you may suffer for righteousness sake but don't be afraid trust the lord and do not deny him whatever it is that suffering it could be in form of financial situation and god will be with you but he is just letting you go through it you may say why is my faith not working why is my declaration of faith suddenly seems to fail why is this faith and that is why everyone was silent. if you have read the book of revelation where the bible said open the seventh sea there was silence in heaven why because god came down and began to test the loyal ones those that are so close those, those are loyal then he began to pass them through so much trial everyone was silent they will be silent you also will be silent if you see the, these are all the loyal friends now you want to bring them through make them to prove their loyalty by taking them through all this drill and that was why everyone was silent the same thing is what is god is doing at this end of time he's calling us are you going to be a soldier are you going to stand because after we have come out strong we are going to stand against satan and take the devil out of this planet amen his goal is to get the devil and all wicked things out of this planet and give this planet to the saints of the most high god that they are worthy to reign and live on this planet forever and ever he said those that are with him are called chosen and the third thing is they are faithful faithfulness means loyal and that's why the bible is telling you that are you ready to to surrender there's a song that i love to sing that last song said uh i pledge allegiance to the lamb put that song over there. it's a chorus he said i pledge allegiance to the lamb how many of you we want to pledge allegiance to the lamb of god with me that's how we're going to wrap it up how many of you will want to pledge an allegiance to the lamb of god who laid down his life you see christ didn't just become king of the universe he did the same thing that we are talking about if he said for the love of the father he gave us that example he laid down his life when he knows he's going to hurt but the bible said the father said this is how we're going to save woman race and he said not my will but thy will be done and he went through it knowing that there's going to be glory at the end of it and all those that laid their life down in rome when the emperors were killing them because of their faith they are pledging allegiance to the lamb of god who will die for mankind and christ is still looking for the same people who are you among you who wants to pledge allegiance to the lamb of god and say lord i am ready no matter what comes my way i know your power is mighty that's what Shadrach, meshach and abegno are saying i know our god is able to deliver us from economic crisis no big deal to deliver us from persecution no big deal you see affliction sickness or disease no big deal but if the lord said this is how he's going to prove me i am ready i'm not going to turn back and run see i pledge allegiance to the lamb how many will stand up let's stand up if you say i want to pledge allegiance to the lamb of god who laid down his life for me and let's sing that song i pledge allegiance to the lamb with all my strength with all i am i will seek to honor his commands i pledge allegiance to the lamb do you mean it in your heart amen do you pledge allegiance to the lord jesus christ it is his choice that he said if you want to follow me forsake all and follow me and then 
he will stand with you. Amen? Anybody that wants and you say, I want to give my life to Christ, I've never really realized that this is a choice I have to make. Come forward, I want to pray with you. Now, the Lord is saying this. Many of you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Be in prayer right now. Be in prayer. You have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This tunnel is not for everybody. It's those that he has already given the power, the Holy Ghost. So he wants to give the baptism of the Holy Ghost for some. If you have not received the Holy Ghost, I want you to come forward so that we can pray for you and receive the Holy Ghost. If you want the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you need to come forward so that we can pray for you. Now, the choice of the Lord is the one that's choosing those whom he's going to give, who is going to go through tunnel or anything. God chooses that. We're not saying that everybody's going to go through trial times. That is, and at the end of the world, there will be trial times. Everybody knows that. But whatever you are going through, you will be able to overcome it when the Holy Ghost is in you and the Holy Ghost mightily empowering you. So the Lord wants to give baptism of the Holy Ghost for anybody that has not received the Holy Ghost right now. If you have not been baptized in the Holy Ghost, this is your time. I want to pray with you. Just come forward and we'll pray with you. If you have not received the Holy Ghost. And if you want just a double portion, you can step and say, I just want more anointing. But those who have never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, just come forward. I want to pray with you. This will be a ministration of the Holy Ghost. And we're going to pray along with you right now. If you, if you, if anybody that says, well, I have not really given my life to Christ. I just, I just want the Lord Jesus Christ to feed me, to give, to come into my life. You come forward too. But if you have never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, this is your time. And that is how we're going to wrap it up. We're going to pray for those who have won the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Anybody else? That you want the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Come forward, let's pray with you. Now praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adewumi inviting you to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are a Christian that has been listening to this radio broadcast, I challenge you and I urge you to aspire to the goal of overcomers. Be zealous for more of God. Ask the Lord to increase your faith, to build you up spiritually. And pray for the gifts of the Holy Ghost to increase and intensify in you so that you can come to the stature, to the fullness of the stature of Christ. That is our goal as believers. Now, if you that is listening to me, you are not a Christian or you are just a church member. You are a church goer trying to do good, but you are not really born again. You don't even know what it means to be born again. You are not sure whether you have been washed from your sins. I invite you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. And I want to pray for you right now so that you can be assured of your salvation and so that your, your heart and your faith and your spirit can begin to believe the Word of God. The Word of God specifically says, anyone that believes in me, anyone that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ has eternal life. You have got to believe that utterance of Jesus and then invite Jesus to come out, take over your life. Because he gives a power into the believers that he calls being born again. And it is this power that rejuvenates us from within that makes us to be a new creature in Christ. The Bible said, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 12. Now, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I want you to pray 
to bow your head and pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you died for me on the cross. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I renounce sin. I renounce Satan. I renounce all ungodliness. And I renounce all witchcraft and evil powers. And I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior today. Come and take over my life, Jesus. And fill me with the Holy Ghost. Wash me with your blood. From now on, I belong to you, Jesus. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for making me your child. Amen. Father, I pray for all the people that are listening. Help them, Lord Jesus Christ, to begin to follow the word of God. To begin to read the scriptures and to understand and obey it. And let them be filled with the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive ye the Holy Ghost today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I want you to write to me and I will send you some literature that will be edifying to you. If you have access to the internet, our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. You have to spell that one out, gospeldistribution.org. Gospel distribution is one word. www.gospeldistribution.org. And you can send us email on the internet. Our, web, our email address is webmaster at gospeldistribution.org webmaster at gospeldistribution.org and you can also read all our literature on the internet freely god bless you and see you we we'll see you again next time in jesus name